Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Before we start, I have to tell you about Hayley Merrick, Hormone Health Coach. She is the womb-wise woman, weaving two decades of clinical and natural health expertise to transform you from hormonal mess to hormone happiness, empowering you to release overwhelm, manage stress, and balance your hormones in a way that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Providing 12-week coaching packages and online membership, visit loveyourcycles.co.uk for more details and to book your free trial session. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. I am joined today by Kelly latham Pearmain from Curly K. Hello, Kelly. Thank you. Both excited and nervous. <laughs> now, I'm excited to have you here because... Um, we have known each other for a long time, long before you started your business. Um, you brought your little boy along to our phonics classes when I was the teacher. Yes, you was. It was a week before his first birthday and he'll be four next month. So. Oh my gosh. So we have known each other a very long time. Yes. And then we've been in the same phonics class ever since with both of our children who are the same age. And now you are a business owner and you're part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club. So yes. tell people about your journey into business. Yes, so um, I found myself in a little bit of a, a dark place, to be quite honest. Um, lockdown came and I um, fulfilled everything I wanted to do during that time. Um, it was difficult. It was scary. You know, the reason why we were in lockdown wasn't great, but um, I tend to throw myself into anything that um, is, comes my way and I try and make the best of it. A terrible situation so during that time uh, we homeschooled I just found it important for my kids for their motivation for their um, well-being their health to be able to get up and know exactly what they're doing for the day and it filled our time um, so we was doing anything that school set us to do but we was also really enjoying our time together um, we were baking we were cooking uh, we were doing art projects we were um doing all sorts of things um, together and it kind of changed our relationship and it made me realise that that actually gave me a purpose and a focus and a direction and although I couldn't actually help the pandemic or anything that's going on like key workers were doing I actually found that I was um, a small cog in a machine I actually had something that I could physically do I could help my children um, get through this the best that um, we all could so July kind of um, turned up and normally I'd be planning on some holidays. I am really busy. I like to be full on. I like to be here, there and everywhere. Um, I find it great to be out of the home, otherwise you're distracted by the usual things of washing and cleaning and hoovering. I like to be out and it kind of dawned on me that all of that was changing. I had to try and find a different way of bringing us all um, together. Our London trips, the museums and things was all obviously off the cards. And I just noticed that my mood was kind of changing because we were home more. Um, but also the realisation that my children were then going back into school 
from September. So I was losing another element of myself that I'd found during lockdown of having a purpose, being busy, having something great to do, um, being motivating, um, having a focus and direction. And at my youngest, my three-year-old, I'm now on a year countdown for him to start school in September. And I thought, all these thoughts and doubts, is like, how can you be a stay-at-home parent if you don't have any children at home? I literally was going to rattle around the house with, and I got darker. Um, I think I almost was on the very edge of um, possibly needing to go to the doctors with possibly depression. Um, because I completely lost what I was going to do is almost having something really wonderful than having it all taken away from you um, so during lockdown everybody was doing pallet houses in their garden so I made my son a pallet house and with the intention of buying a sign um, for it but I couldn't find the sign I wanted and you know like when you're in the internet you wander around don't you you get lost in all sorts of things and you're in it longer than you ever intended to and I come across people wood burning signs so I thought okay possibly something I could do um so I bought a kit and I don't really remember why or how because I think when you get into a bit of a dark place your, your, your brain becomes quite foggy so I wasn't really sure of the decisions I was making but I'd bought one and this thing turned up and it was a little bit of a surprise when I opened the box it's kind of yeah I kind of remember buying that um and I literally I had a slice of wood because the kids were mucking around in the garden and naturally within the middle of it it looked like a robin's chest so I sketched a robin around this and I burned it and I thought oh this is this is quite good so I put it on my personal um, Facebook page and everyone was going crazy for it they were asking for designs they were asking for more of the same they were throwing different ideas at me um which I just kind of went along with and then Charlie you kind of come along <laughs> and you said you know you might have something here have you thought about turning it into a business come into my group and I was like this is crazy I wasn't really intending for anything to have happened um but leading up to this I had started a page on Facebook called Curly K I had no plan no direction I didn't have the faintest idea what I was going to do with it but it was almost like I put something out there that I needed something and then the universe kind of threw something at me um, that I wasn't really in control of I don't think um, and then it turned into Kelly K Woodburning. Amazing um, that it's just crazy how things happen isn't it and you know I always say I'm not woo but I have to take that phrase out now and say I am a little bit woo um, but I honestly believe like what you put out there is what you get back Going back to like pre-children even, what yes. what was your job like? What what did you do before then? Did you ever imagine that you would own your own business? Did you think- No, you I don't think that was ever my cards. Um, I was an operations manager for a freight forwarding company before having children. Um, I'd um, started there since school at 16 and I was there for 13 years. Um, we had a specialized contract with our armed forces um, so when they were being posted in the UK or internationally, uh, we would move their personal effects, their furniture, equipment, um, cars on their behalf. Um, and it was really busy. Um, you had to be organised. It was quite a lot of pressure because moving house is stressful. But obviously you're taking all that on for somebody else. Um, but when we decided that 
children were on a horizon, I knew that I wanted to make that switch to becoming a stay at home parent. It was important for me to, I wanted to be present. I wanted to be involved. I wanted to be there for school things. And it's not easy finding something that has that flexibility. Um, if you, unless you have a hobby or a craft or a skill that you can do from home, there is very little options for people, I think, out there to, to do that. So I just threw myself into parenthood. But we, um, we have a small holding uh, that used to be a dairy farm. We have horses, chickens, uh, we have rescue cats. So ultimately, I do like to be busy. You had enough on your plate. <laughs> I did, yeah. But I just don't think necessarily that's kind of like an automatic that's become my life, but not necessarily who I am. Because when you become a parent, you do lose your identity. Something else becomes your focus. Something else becomes more important. Um, so I think this now, having Curly K, the wood burning, it's now me. I can express myself. I can take myself away from parenthood. I can have something that's important to me. So you, I, I swept you up and brought you into the Entrepreneurs Growth Club. Um, you actually made some wood slices of Robot Reg. That's yes. when I remember seeing like, oh, wow, what's this all about then? Um, talk to me about your journey into the crazy world of entrepreneurship and how you've navigated that because it is hard isn't it like it's so rewarding but it's really hard as well it is as well especially when it's not necessarily your intention um ultimately this was for my mental health this wasn't something that i was necessarily doing for other people i wasn't here to provide a service for other people i was just trying to navigate what i was going through um, to have that and not have in your brain any kind of plan of how a business was going to unfold and navigating your mood at the same time was really tricky but I think it's important to find somebody that can support you that is a few steps ahead of you that can pull you along can give you advice and where you feel comfortable enough to ask questions without feeling silly or because you know everybody's had that kind of journey and everybody has experience difficulties and can completely understand um, where you're at um, which is obviously what your group has done uh, moving into the membership I think I think that's been a game changer for me and and I think sometimes you felt like you weren't ready to do these things but I actually think that having that from the beginning has probably helped you because I know when I set up a business at 21 I wish I had the support network that I have now definitely Definitely. And I, my, my intention was, was to kind of coast along this year, dabbling in it. And then come September, when my youngest starts school, I was like, now I'm ready. I've got business. I've got knowledge. I know what I'm doing. But you've always said, don't wait. Just go with it. It doesn't have to be the big steps that you're not capable of doing right now. But as long as you're aiming for something and you're moving your business forward and you're making those steps to get to that direction, you're, you're, you're forming a business. And uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't wait. I could have said, you know what, this isn't for me right now, but I just, yeah, I let it happen. I said the guesses. <laughs> and as I always say, done is better than perfect. Absolutely. And yeah, it, it has been a learning curve because I've taught myself, I wasn't a sketcher. I didn't draw or anything before doing this. So I've learned everything at the same pace. It wasn't something that I was already doing or doing for years to launch into a business. Within a few weeks, I had bought the kit. I was burning. I joined your group, I got involved in one of your challenges, launched the business and just, and I haven't looked back. 
I love that so much. So what, where do you think this business is going to take you? Like, I'm so excited for you. I feel like the world's your oyster. Yeah, yeah, I'm, there's lots of people throwing different ideas at me. So it is a case of trying to find a direction because you can, you, you can physically go anywhere with this. Um, I'd like to eventually, when face-to-face is possible, to get along to some fairs and some things to actually meet people. Um, I quite like building the relationship with people who I'm burning for because I love what I do. And a lot of people tell me it comes out in my work, but I can only do that if you know the person that you're actually doing the projects for, um, which is, you know, you can do over the internet quite successfully, but I think I'd like the um, opportunity to do face-to-face. Because you um, could literally be there. Yes. It. Is that the idea? Yeah. Or how? Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's easy to take your kit places. So yeah, I could personalise while I'm, you know, sat in front of somebody. And they can watch what I do. I quite like, yeah, people quite like it. I think it's a skill that's not popular anymore. Everything that's gone across to computers and lasers and being electronic to actually have something that's purely done by hand, you know, even preparing the wood, everything is done by hand. Um, it's quite an old fashioned skill. And what do your family think? What do your boys think that, you know, you've transformed yourself from obviously that dark place to running a business that's thriving yeah they actually love it and I think I think ultimately I kept it quite a secret for my boys uh, my mood it was my job to keep them going so yeah. I think I put on the persona of somebody that had it all um fine for you know when when they were awake to when they went to bed and it's when they went to bed I crumbled um, so they didn't know necessarily the journey. I have spoken to her about it since. I have said that, you know, we all have difficulties because they need to know that we're all human. Um, but they love the wood burning. They've had a double themselves. Uh, my oldest, who's 13, he now has his own kit and he burns and he's been selling some pieces and it's changed his mood as well. You know, he was stuck at home, homeschooling. He was doing it um, over live lessons for six hours a day with only two short breaks in amongst it, which is a long time to be in front of the screen. He was experiencing headaches, um, separation from his friends. Yeah, he found it quite difficult. This, this winter one was ultimately difficult because you can't get outside as much. By the time he'd finished his lessons at school, it was getting dark outside. Um, the weather wasn't great. So he's now gone into topography. Uh, um, my middle son um, has had a dabble with my kit and he's my biggest cheerleader. He always asks, what are you burning? What are you doing next? Can I have a look? So yeah, he actually makes me feel really good. And mm-hmm. um, he's my youngest, who's three. Um, he always used to call it air airing, which has now become a habit. What are you air airing today rather than wood burning, which was, which was really quite sweet. So it's now nicknamed air airing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so one of the things that I think people find the hardest about running their own business is putting yourself out there and showing up and particularly having to show up when you don't feel like it and obviously with you coming from that place where you were feeling some anxiety how have you navigated that have you found that difficult or have you found a way that you can cope with that so I am naturally an introvert I'm quite shy um, but I have kind of two personas. I get really frustrated with that side of me because I think I feel a bit of a, bit of a, a weakness and it's something that, that really annoys me. So on the flip side, I'm actually really quite headstrong um, and quite determined. And if I set a goal or set to do something, I will do it. 
Um, so although I have doubts, I do have this um, ability to override it and say, I'm going to head to on. You're just going to have to tackle it. Um, I don't like lives. I don't like talking about myself. That's not something that um, I am comfortable with. And that's obviously my next my next journey. <laughs> this is out of my comfort zone. But, um, <laughs> Here she is doing a podcast. As we yes, speak. <laughs> because I just I listen to you, Charlie. I think that's the difference. And I don't think you realise how effective your words can be for somebody just to give them some confidence and knowing that you're almost holding our hands through it. If you have a wobble, either yourself or the people that are in your membership are like, yes, but you can and just look at it differently. And they just give you a different way of looking at things and they give you that confidence, which ultimately I think, and at the beginning I'd put things on and say, oh, I'm really not sure. And people saying, yes, it's fine. You know, and just, they're not saying it because they like you or that it's just words. They really do want you to succeed, um, which finding a group of people that want to do that for you, I think is hugely beneficial but I, I am surrounded by my friends and family that are quite supportive but I do have my I do have doubts and I do have anxiety and I do wake up someone thinking I don't know what I'm doing do I want to continue you know why why do you put yourself through something you don't necessarily have to and then I get frustrated about that doubt and that weakness and that drives that drives me forward yeah so I've got two things to say I've got a story about you <laughs> and I've also got something else to say on this point so just just allow me to go on for a little minute um first of all I think that when you're leveling up you you feel that like oh my gosh what am I doing I don't know what I'm doing who am I to to say this who am I to put my stuff out there who am I to put myself out there and then you think oh maybe I'll give up maybe I'll stop doing this maybe maybe I've got to the place where I'm going to go and I'm not going to push any further and then you have a word with yourself and go no don't be so ridiculous I've come this far I'm going to go a little bit further and then you get to a point and you're coasting along and it's fine and then you need to level up again and you're like you're not good enough and it's just this whole cycle and if you can step out of that you save yourself so much time because I even find it, you know, sometimes if I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, I resist it. Whereas actually we just need to go, go all in. That's what I say. Um, but yeah, this is my story about you. So when, um, when he started phonics with robot reg um which was when they were both really tiny we had only just launched our minis class which is for one to two and a half year olds and um, the boys were in that class and that's why i taught it because we were sort of piloting it before we rolled it out across the the whole network and we filmed a video do you remember when we filmed a video and we bought yes. the crew? yes there we go so um we were filming this video and we were like, we're gonna need some testimonials. And I had a few of the girls who I knew in the class. So I was like, I can definitely rope them in. But we were just really worried that we wouldn't get parents to do the testimonials or even worse, some of the parents might be like, well, actually, I don't think the class is that great. <laughs> and we're yeah. there with like a full, um, and I remember sort of going through the class and thinking, oh, shoot, she might, I might be able to approach her, I might be able to approach her. And at the end we said, you know, would anybody do a live testimonial to camera? And I mean, you know, generally people don't like talking to camera, do they? But we sat there and I just remember you saying, yeah, I'll do one. And I was just like, so grateful in that moment and you did it's still out there today this testimonial that people can watch and you did it so it's funny for me to sit here and and because I never thought of you as an introvert because 
you did that for us when we screaming knew. inside what are you doing but I do I just I do find that I just want to make the most of life and I think I could quite easily hide in the shadows and avoid things and just walk away from opportunities but I think I've got both my parents um personalities within me and they often clash I you know I argue with myself in my brain all the time because it's like you can't do this but you can you're fine you can do this you need to be able to do this but I can't I really can't and it's like this constant battle and I'm hoping that the confidence is now gonna be louder voice than the doubting um voice so that's that's the hope of my journey anyway love it what's your favorite thing about being a small business owner the flexibility I can do it as when I want to do it at home you know I I don't necessarily set out a schedule as such of when I'm going to burn um when my boys are at school and when Heath's at preschool then obviously I've got that flexibility but if I find that everybody's kind of occupied naturally with whatever they're doing I can just spend 10-20 minutes an hour or however long I need to just taking myself away from that and I literally I can't think of anything else when I'm burning. All thoughts go. I literally, I'm in the moment of that burning, the focus, and yeah, nothing else can penetrate that. So if I do need a few minutes away, then this is what I do. So it's the flexibility. Um, I'm not going to miss anything. I can pull it down when I want to. I can pick it up when I want to. I can do as much as I want to. And now I've got something that can last as long as I want it to go to. When my all the children are at school and I'm here alone, I've got now an avenue to take this further and what is the worst thing about being an entrepreneur what have you found the the worst thing I think I get caught up in it so quite often I'm working quite late and every morning when I'm tired I'm like I'm not going to put myself through that again and every evening when it's peace and quiet because it's not a nine to five job that you down tools or you close your office or you you know you drive away from work it because it is here I just find myself just gravitating to it and I'm there sometimes too late too late at night so as you know at the end of every podcast I ask the same three questions and this one is no different so I'm going to ask you right now who inspires you that would be my dad always um even from um from young he's always um he's confident he's naturally confident um he can do anything whatever whether it's business related whether it's personal if you've got a problem if you want something more of a practical um solution so if you've got something that you're finding difficulty and you're getting yourself in a wobble he's got the ability to say right hang on a minute we know there's a problem let's find a solution let's get caught up in the whys and whatever it's now time um for a solution he's always worked hard um he was a chief executive for a company he retired um, he's now an entrepreneur because he has his own business. Um, he has properties that he rents out personally and for holiday lets. Um, he volunteers for the Essex Blood Runners, so he collects um, vital blood from the blood bank and he'll run it into hospitals through the night as and when there's emergencies and for the air ambulance to make sure that they've got blood on board. So, yeah, I think because he is headstrong, confident, um, and if he sets a goal, he'll always achieve it. Do you know what's really interesting is when I ask that question, so often people say one of their parents. And I think it's interesting in this podcast because, you know, we are parents and we are forming those opinions in our own children as well. And it's so important that you do live life to the full and do everything that you want to do because we are shaping our kids. 
Definitely. And I think when people, uh, my children are asking me about my business and what I'm doing and things, then yeah, I, I have become an inspiration to them as well, which is, yeah, which is amazing. I do remember my middle child, he wasn't at school for very long. And I said to him, oh, what? Because I was filling out like a, a memory book. What was it you want to do when you grow up? He said, oh, I want to be a mummy and I want to stay home and watch TV all day. Mortified me. <laughs> So now I made it clear of what mummies do all day at home. It's not an easy job. And I don't just sit and watch TV all day. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, What book have you read that's had an impact on you? Okay. One that I'm actually listening to at the moment is by Mel Robbins, Five Second Rule. Um, Yeah, I think that's impacted me. This whole um, thought process about if you have an idea you need to go for it if you hesitate if you think your brain will automatically switch off and then the doubts will come in after five seconds so just five four three two one and act and um yeah I, I think that's really helping me at the moment just to just to make some changes make some confidence don't let you have that time to let the doubts come in and just just go for it fab and finally what advice would you give to a fellow entrepreneur just do it don't hesitate don't put it off there's never going to be a right time there's never going to be a better time than there is now it might be a smaller scale than you originally intended or a smaller scale than this time next year but make those steps just do it I love it such good advice where can people find you if they want to purchase one of your amazing wood burning slices or just follow your journey in general where can they find you yeah, so I hang out on um, Instagram and on Facebook. So you'll find me as Kelly K Woodburning. From there, you can find me um, at my uh, shop on Etsy. Um, I'm on TikTok. I have linked to you on there so you can find me in different places. And I am getting onto Clubhouse as often as I can. Woo! Love it. Thank you so much, Kelly. You are fabulous. Thank you very much for this. This has been amazing. And um, thank you for everything you've done for me and my business. Before you go, I wanted to tell you something. On the 19th of April, I am hosting a challenge to help you create more sales in your business. The challenge is gonna take place in Facebook. So come along, make sure you're part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club Facebook group because that is where you will find out all of the information. And if you have any questions about anything that we have spoken about in today's episode, then just send me a message or email me charlie at charlie day sales. Thanks for listening. Do you feel confused about marketing? Are you fed up of feeling invisible and getting little or no interaction on your social posts? If you want to get better at marketing your business, come and join my free Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. It's a friendly community where I share tons of easy to follow and action marketing tips to help you grow an audience who want to buy from you. So who am I? I'm Claire Black, mum of two, and I help women who love the business they're in, but feel like they're wasting too much time on marketing and just not getting anywhere. I teach you step by step the marketing skills that you need to go from feeling confused about marketing to confident and crushing it. So what are you waiting for? It's time to let the business you love flourish. Join my Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. See you in there.